Everyone, I'd like to take the moment to introduce someone who is also known for his ability to leap tall buildings in a single bound to, okay, I can't do this, especially. Yeah, you start out with like something like, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, today on the podcast, I have with me not only a world-renowned podcaster, right? not only a aficionado, not only a incredible voice. He's the voice of his generation, not only a Emmy winner, a Grammy winner, a Tony Award winner, a multiple Nobel Prize winning personality who not only brokered peace in the Middle East, he brokered peace on Mars. Ladies and gentlemen, I have with me the one, the only, the goat of all goats, the Commodore. Thank you. Perhaps you should, you know, play that, you know, we should, you can pull that off and, you, you know, can play that wherever the Commodore shows up, you know. That's true. When I walk into a room. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, everybody, it's been two week hiatus for us. Actually, lo- longer than that, because we were on a hiatus before the hiatus. That's right. It's been a while. It's been and a while. Dedicated listeners have been eagerly yes. awaiting. They they couldn't wait. They perhaps um, nobody got COVID though. None of us. No, I didn't get. Well, I don't know. I might have gotten COVID, and I just didn't uh, really feel it. But. Um, I feel like I still have a little lingering cough thing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that was COVID. But um, I'd like to wish you, Commodore, as well as our dedicated listeners. Yes. A happy 2024. Yes. And uh, here we are. Here we are. With We've been going strong here on the... Howard Stern News and comment upon the news podcast. <laughs> this is our fifty uh, second episode, so yeah, and yeah, and not and not one of them has been done by in in either of our basements. We don't. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't have a basement, and neither do I. And I don't think any of the places that I've lived since we've done the podcast. Nope. Have I had a basement? That's right. So it's been a good uh, over a decade since I've had a basement. There you go. That dispels the myth that uh, all podcasters do a show from their basement or garages. You do have a garage. Um, Yes, kind of. But um but Howard does do his show from his basement. Oh, yes, he does. That's right. And um, Let's remember you that. know, whether or not he's a podcaster, <clears throat> he is. If he is a podcaster. Right. Well, he is the greatest of all time podcaster, greatest voice the voice of his generation and the generations before and that are coming after him. 
Yes. 70 years in age, but a million years in wisdom and vitality. The man who not only talked jumpers off the bridge, he's the man who was able to reconcile with Rosie O'Donnell. He was a man yes. who was able to bring many people out of the closet. The creator of the Osborne's TV show. Yes. And the, and the single architect of the arc that saved humanity. Well, you see, Commodore, all the things I said were actually true. And mine is too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the I world of Cat so. Williams. Yeah, it is. Well, no, man. But the things I said, I was I was leading up to like those things. But yes, yes, you you did it. You got that one. I had in to there. get one in. But no, Howard is uh, I mean, there's lots of stuff there. I, I was gonna say uh the only man to have the number one movie in the nation, as well as the number one album in the nation at the same time. Yes. The only man to also have a number one radio show and number one selling book three times. Beats Saturday Night Live, three different opportunities on his television show, ratings king of Saturday night. Yeah, that's our man. All right, well, let's get to it, though. So Howard uh, didn't come back. Right. So we had a longer hiatus than we thought by about two weeks. And we I thought, thought we, I was, yeah, I thought we, I was I, I was wrong, but I was right. You were right in your prediction if Howard hadn't gotten the vid. The vid. Which was given to him by some mystery ghost. Yeah, the mystery ghost. Specter. The COVID specter who was doing some special favors for him several days after his birthday. But do you know if, (laughs) okay, do you think that these special favors have happened yet? I don't think they have. No. And we are here recording um, at the end of uh, the second live week of programming in 2024. Um, yeah, I don't think he's gotten his birthday present. No. Any speculation on what that might be, Commodore? Um, the only thing that I could think it possibly could be would be that he can withdraw and, and shoot his load on her. That's the only thing. Wow. That really fits. I know. But he said it's so tame, though. I know is that tame? That's tame. Like he doesn't want to put it on her tits. He just wants to, you know. He's just going to shoot it on her belly. Yeah, or wherever. Yeah, in the belly button. Yeah, not going to shoot it in her eye. No, that all like so he can rise up above her and just you know have that power of. That's something that I think he would want to do. That's just my. And she wouldn't be into it because she doesn't no. like jism hitting her. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah, Beth is one of those. She, she seems very prudish. Uh, yeah, like to go to Robin's point, though, I think everybody has their needs from 
what sex provides. And I think that she enjoys the needs that Howard provides, but you know, because first of all, he's silent, you know, he's not going, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, he doesn't do that. So it's just right. he doesn't moan. Right, you know, and she good. probably she's just probably getting in the rhythm or whatever. And he's just, you know, holding out and he's just doing the general stuff. But, you know, when it's over, you know, he usually probably just rolls over to the side. She runs to the restroom, you know, squats and and well, wait a second, he wears a condom. So but he's oh, also he wants to go out and pull the condom off because he, he wears a condom when he has sex with her. Yeah, because he says the condom gives him some staying power. So you're saying he withdraws. Yes. And then he removes shoots. the condom. Yeah, yeah. Removes the condom and just and, and allows him gets his hand down there and just shoots it shoots on the it outside. On yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it is. I think that could be. That really could be. That's kind of tame. I think you should um, you know, call in and no. and ask if this is what happened. I really don't care. I mean, I mean, I really don't care too, but I'll tell you with the whole discussion of it and during the birthday surprise show um, for those dedicated listeners, as you all probably know, there was yeah. a surprise show on Howard's birthday. Um, I'll tell you what, Commodore, I was feeling a little bit sad for Howard and Beth in that, um, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe I'm different, but um, I'll tell you in general with my partners, especially someone I've been with who I was in love with or was a partner, let's say. Um, in general, I'm trying to do the things that please them. Yeah. Unless it's like really something way crazy which only has happened maybe once to me but um i'm just saying in general i'm i'm doing what what they are into sure i want to do that and i think it's always been somewhat vice versa for the most part sure um but it seems like the boundaries there are just so restrained for howard and beth well, and I, the thing is, is that I think they match up pretty well there because I think that Howard doesn't want things to get any freakier or like he's not thinking about role playing or anything like that. I think that he just would like it more often, as he said, and she thinks he's like some sort of sexual maniac. But uh, anyway, I mean, well, you know, that's, I that's also something private I mean, and personal call me old you know, fashioned. Bang, bang a clock or whatever you call well, it. Call me old fashioned, but I think when you are in a marriage or whatever, there's that compromise of, you know, if somebody has some needs, the other person tries to fulfill them. Yeah. I don't well, know. Maybe I've been I've, lucky in that regard. I'll say. Yeah, I've been lucky in that regard. I mean, I, I was luckier. I was luckier in love earlier on in my, my, uh, pounding career. But, uh, you know, uh, as of, as of, recently it's uh yeah our I, listeners yeah. don't need to know about that anyways well, uh, I mean, i'm just saying i'm using you know but uh i'm generalizing and i'm just saying that in it I'm seems that, as well okay well i'm just saying that uh it seems to me that howard and beth are maybe not as are, are either okay i guess you were positing in a certain way 
that um, perhaps they're both that way. They're both kind of restrained and that's yeah. okay with them. I mean, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know that Howard is. I mean, uh, he doesn't want to make the noise, you know? I mean, I don't know. He doesn't like blowjobs. He doesn't yeah, like all this. And, but you know. at the same time, though, he is constantly jerking off. Yeah, because he's not getting... I mean, he wants to have sex every day. And I mean, that's his libido. That's just where he is. Well. And D. Snyder. And I mean, I'm sorry. I know. Uh, and even it becomes a discussion, but like it's, it seems to me and whenever there's any discussion about lovemaking and sex or whatever, there's always mention about, you know, the prodigious member, you know, like that's like the whole thing. Like, you know, it's just, I mean, yeah, you have a, uh, and even his wife and in the movie or whatever, I mean, it's not like he has a micro penis and that's been established before. So like, it's just, just so weird. Every time he talks about anybody with their sexual ability, the first thing he's talking about is some giant, you know, schlong. And it's just, I don't know. And the talk about that and it's, you know, I don't like that. It's well, okay. Well, that's yeah. a, that's a Howard trope, a Howard shtick. I know. But you it's can just get it's, lots of laughs out of it. But speaking just, of which, it to be it, like even with D. Snyder, the mention of D. Snyder in it, it's just like because his wife said this, like, and Doctor Lou, and it's just, I mean, who cares? I mean, what? Uh, yeah. Well, as you said, that was uh, this is a trope. This is a shtick. This is a bit in a certain way. And October, uh, you know, it's well, you know, the Jimmies paid tribute to that. Yeah, they did. And we were contemplating whether or not we would go through that that uh, song. It was done to uh, is it Penis Man? Isn't that what the yes. uh, yeah, from with the Billy Joel Piano Man? That's correct. Right. And um, it was uh, we were going to go through it because we could see how the references were. Right. Uh, I take it from what out. you're All saying right. that you uh, we're not going to do that. I, I'm gathering, but uh, it, I'll say this. There were, I think I got all the references. There was something about a candle. I don't remember the candle thing. I don't remember that either. And then the other one that I don't remember, but I remember it being there, but I don't really remember what it was, was the F Timmy. That was the old one. And I forget who Timmy. Timmy was. Oh, Timmy was the cat. Was Jackie and uh, Mrs. Martling's cat, Timmy? Yeah. Nancy Siriani. Nancy Siriani. That's right. <laughs> the brilliant singer, songwriter, multi-talented. Yeah, that would be a great intro. That was basically how Jackie would intro her, but. Um, Anyways, okay, so uh, should we do this chronologically in a certain sense? Yeah, his first show back uh, was strange in the sense that uh, it was with Beth talking about how she had a bad case of COVID, which, you know, and that the... <laughs> she wasn't having it. No, she, she was wasn't. so peeved about it. And yeah. peeved that he announced it to the world. But, um, you know, people do that. 
to their loved ones, right? That they, yeah. and, and that's a little bit of, uh, you know, Ray Stern rubbing off on Howard, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, whatever it is, I'm going to just But posit- she couldn't swallow. That was the whole thing. Like she was on the ground. She's like, I can't swallow. She was feeding the cat or something. And and he came in. That that was the whole genesis of his, that she had a bad case of COVID. So are, are we agreed that Beth gave Howard COVID? 100%. Okay. Right. Because Howard's not interacting with anyone. And she's interacting with the world. She's, she's, uh, gotten she went down her uh her hair got out rapunzel you know and, and she she's been out well there you go she's out she's about she's uh doing her thing and getting covid and uh passing it to howard yes and old man 70 year old howard he gets stricken stricken and this is this has hit him hard i mean it, you know, with his talk with Marianne, the uh, last uh, last time that they last episode on Wednesday, I believe this Wednesday, when he was talking to Marianne about uh, she said there's 120 uh, more Howard shows that are in the contract. And that after this is after that's over, he's thinking about doing the uh, Howard break in, you know, which I kind of postulated a couple of episodes ago that maybe that's the way that he should roll. Yeah, I think, I mean, of course he should. He can, he can do that. And um, and what was the, so the break-in does count and towards the... I don't know. That's well, a good point. I, I, I mean... I don't, I don't know the, the specifics of his contract like Marianne does, who sits around in her house all day listening to Howard 100. Well, I mean, I will say that the the break-ins are star-studded, you know? Yeah, this one this one was better. This was probably the best one. And I think it was the longest one, too. Yeah, 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 it was. It was but, the longest one. You know, I, I think that, that when they're now it's going to be a thing, when people show up and are hanging out with Howard, they're going to be like, let's get on the air. Come on. Yep. And and I think he's he has always been a little bit hesitant about doing it, and uh, now he's got a little more confidence because he knows those guys want to do it. Yeah. And anytime Jimmy Kimmel's there and Doctor Lou are, please do it. But if Jimmy Kimmel is there, put him in a closet and uh, let them have their fun. You mean Jimmy Fallon? What I yeah? Jimmy you said Fallon. Jimmy Kim- Kimmel twice. Jimbo Kimball. Jimbo Gimbal. I don't I, Yeah, exactly. And, and that was funny the way that he was thinking. They were saying you should change his name to that. That he should change his name to Jimbo Kimball. I think he should. Yeah. Why not? That, why not? I mean, or or that could be his alter ego. Yes. Jimbo Kimball. And he can host, you know, various things as Jimbo Kimball. So, yeah, him coming back and talking about his COVID on Tuesday and how weak he was and how, you know, he hated it. I don't know. Yeah, I I just I, I was probably the, the best thing that I've liked. And, and the one thing I want to talk about the most is uh, the the Chris, uh, I mean, Chris, the uh, John Blit uh, interview 
style that irritates Ronnie so much and dedicated listeners. And I know Blue Jay, you've heard this. They, I mean, Ronnie has given out the five things that he doesn't like, you know, his five things that he doesn't like. And the number one is number one thing is don't bust his balls. That's like, that's the one thing he hates most. And every single time Blick gets in an interview with Ronnie, you know, you, the, the, the thing with Perlman, when that got to the same kind of elevated where Ronnie couldn't even respond to him, anything he would ask him about his clothes or whatever, he would immediately get enraged is because of, you know, that's busting his balls. I mean, you know, and what, what, what Blit does is that he didn't do this with Howard when he interviewed him. It's like with Ronnie, the way that John Blit gets him so fired up is to go, yeah, people want to know, or people were saying, <laughs> he does that with Ronnie and, and that he's like, what people, you know, cause he's, he knows as soon as he hears that, that's when he gets fired up and, and he's, you know, he's, he's done with Blit, like just like what he's done with Perlman. I mean, he gave Blit some time where he wasn't doing that, but he realized, especially what was played on the show that they were bust and they were getting things out. And especially that prank where, you know, thing that they did to him about, uh, who was in the plane crash? Was it JD? That was somebody was in the plane. Perlman was in a plane crash and had the the uh, the amnesia or whatever. That whole thing. Oh, that like yeah, yeah. And Ronnie was actually being nice. I I wasn't. Yeah, that was a weird prank, dude. He was pissed by the end of that. He was yeah. like, absolutely. He and he said he he laid it right out. I am not talking to Blit anymore. And then Blitz still tries to say, no, you know, what do you do for Christmas? Or, people, you know, people want to know what you got, uh, Stephanie, for Christmas. And, you know, it's just, no, they don't. And and it just infuriates Ronnie. And and Blit gets off on that. And actually, yeah, well, that's Blit. And, and Blit I'll be was, honest, I get a little annoyed with Blit. Too. Yes. And and then Blit was on, I listened to the wrap-up show the other day. And uh, Blit was on talking about his interview style. And, uh you know, he was like so excited because he got that time to uh, ask uh, Howard some questions. And he felt like that was a great interview and he, he'd like to explore that more. And if he would do that, Howard would start getting annoyed because, you know, he would try to force it toward a certain, you know, thing. And 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 Howard would know that after the third time he interviewed with him. And how many times has Ronnie had to interview with Blit? Probably like dozens if not 20 30 so like uh you know anyway well that you know ronnie's value to the show is oh god he gets annoyed and angry and there's a lot of rage and and i mean there's <laughs> other value too but that's some of the classic ronnie moments. Yeah. well that would be a great uh sunday brunch takeover ronnie's 2020 election uh analysis if they would bring him on and do that wow yeah and and ronnie when they asked super him who tuesday with ronnie who he's gonna vote for ronnie i'm runs. not going there i'm not going there the results are in from south carolina ronnie what do you think shut the fuck up i'm turning this goddamn thing off right now <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, Ronnie, it looks like the precincts the precincts have closed. What do you think as uh who has won the primary? I'm not telling you. <laughs> but it's right there, Ronnie. You can see it. Listen, man, I'm gonna get off of the Zoom right now. 
So, uh, okay. The, there, there were two weeks of shows technically. Sure, I know, and I'm, I'm, I'm more but, on the second week here. Yeah. No, no, no. It's fine. But I mean, what, what? I'll tell you what. Let's just get this out of the way. I ignored the whole Green Day thing. There wasn't. I mean, I'm sure there's some Green Day fans who are dedicated listeners, and uh, you know, interesting here and there. There was one little tidbit when he's talking about Eddie Van Halen, when Billy Joe's yes. talking about Eddie Van Halen. Well, was- I wanted to say something to that because that was my first. That same tour was my. That was that was my. He was 12 and I was 11. I saw Van Halen at the Spectrum. He saw he wasn't he's from the West Coast. So he saw that that's a 5150 tour. That was my first concert, too. Wow. All right. So, yeah. And I mean, and our dedicated listeners don't know about your (laughs) your long career. And uh, and that's why uh, Commodore has to use his Commodore name because (laughs) of his huge rock and roll career. And, well, uh, you know, I mean, Lionel and I were good together. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was nice. You better watch out. You're going to end up being a guest on the wrap up show. And then <laughs> Rasan is going to, you know, lay it out for you, uh, you know, but uh, I, I thought that moment though, when he, when, when he was talking about seeing him with Wolfie, do you remember that Wolfie Wolfgang? Oh, okay. No, really? I didn't. the whole I tuning it. thing. No, you know, well, I'm just going to say when I cut off the Green Day thing was when Howard was saying a bunch of bullshit about how, you know, Billy's a, one of the best guitarists or whatever. I'm like, give me a fucking break. <laughs> well, that, that's that's dumb. Well, I mean, whatever. Next. The guy's talented, man. I'd say the one thing from that interview that that came across, which is uh, I mean, it, this is an old punker who is um, basically not a punker and kind of admitting that he's not really a punker. Yeah. So uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I want to be a superstar. I wanted to be, you know, a big, famous guy. Yeah. Well, and he and he is. I know. And, not, uh, I don't take anything away from him. But I mean, when Howard was doing that shit and knowing the other guitarists that he's talked to about that same thing. I just was like, yeah, this is, I don't need to listen to any more of this because I don't know. I don't go along with that. So that's just, that's my, well, I thought the tuning thing. So what, what he said was he was with Eddie before a show. Um, This was one of the later tours with Wolfgang and, um, and uh, Eddie's like playing and all of a sudden Wolfie comes up on stage. It's like sound check. And he's like, dad, dad, dad and like eddie's just kind of like you know doing whatever he's thinking and wolfie's like dad we got a tune and eddie said to him and this was very poignant for billy joe eddie said okay son are you gonna tune to me or am i gonna tune to you wow (laughs) yeah because wolfie was playing bass right yes exactly (laughs) <laughs> and uh and billy joe really really liked that moment but now you know now that i'm thinking about it there was some references to to van halen in uh in the birthday show where jimmy kimmel was talking about when um they reunited with roth and it was on live on jimmy kimmel and roth swung the microphone around and hit himself <laughs> in the nose and had to run off stage he's bleeding and then he came back on stage 
And then afterward, and he said he saw Alex and Eddie just like dying laughing. <laughs> and then after the show, he's talking to Eddie and Eddie's like, yeah, he did that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That just, yeah. you know, that, that's well, a and, little and slice of the another thing Halen that, brothers. Yeah. Another thing that, that, that when they were talking about the interviewing of, of Robert De Niro, that goes back to one of the guests that we said that we wish that Howard would have is, is De Niro. Yeah. He's definitely yeah. on the bucket list of guests and, and yeah, Howard and Howard was said. talking about how, how he, he, he how he could really get he through to him. him. He was like, basically, you just don't need to talk about acting. Just and then don't Jimmy, talk about Jimmy acting. Fallon's like, oh, then he loves to talk about acting. That's all he wants <laughs> yeah. to talk about. He just yeah. wants to talk about acting. <laughs> you know, I like, can remember De Niro was on the inside the actor's studio and with James Lipton. And, you know, he's supposed to be talking about acting the whole time. Sure. And all his answers are just like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> that was all its answers. Well, to me, the 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 best uh insight into into uh De Niro is through uh the documentary De Palma when uh, he's talking about his having him from the uh St. Lawrence uh whatever the the, the acting group that that's where De Niro came out of and how uh, Bobby was just, you know, his, pre his, uh, his preparation and uh, how, uh, yeah, I mean, there was uh, anyway, a lot of anecdotes, a lot of talking, a lot of the stuff that you would want to get from the actor De Palma talks about as far as in this process and all that, you know, and it was, uh, I mean, it was enlightening. I, I, you know, so that's all a right. bomb That's a bomb production. Yes. No yes. bomb directed that. Yes. Yeah. So, um, all right. What else? What else happened on the show? I'm, I'm well, trying to recall. It's just so much. I mean, we've got the Mehmet thing. The Mehmet thing. That that just. Uh, I just love it. So I love it. One one thing before we two get into that. Two Mehmet things the, about the hair, and then also about the the situation. Well, well, one of the quick asides on that, which I feel like they could have gotten into a little more. Is they were like, well, you dress weird, Mamet. So of sure. course the kids. I didn't know about this dressing weird. He dresses like a cowboy now. He wears cowboy so. boots and a cowboy hat. There, uh, uh, the Sirius XM uh, stream video of that situation has pictures of him in that hat. That wow. Oh, okay, yeah. but not the yeah. boots. No, yeah, boots. he's walking around New Jersey. Yeah, with a cowboy hat. And he's in his boots. car. He's driving with his family, you know, and he's behind the the school bus, which has happened to me. And I know it. You know, I'm sitting there looking like whatever. And, you know, you can tell. And I've had them do whatever. And I mean, maybe even they got off. But like, I don't I don't care. I mean, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I was that kid, too. And it sounds like Mehmet was also. But like the, the whole the whole concept that, well, if somebody would have taken the time, you know, like I remember being at a convenience store one time before a baseball game and doing that out the back window, flipping a bird. And the guy, the guy hit the brakes and like fire came out and he came out and he's like, he would, he came to the car when he's knocking on the window going, what the fuck? You know, my dad comes. Out, I was like, what happened? And, you know, I mean, if it really bothers you, you got to take care of it right there. And then otherwise you're just a fucking pussy. 
Well, we know that about Mehmet. But if, <laughs> if, if, okay, if, what do you think these parents, their reaction was when they get this letter? <laughs> I think uh, it, actually in the, in the wrap up show, they had a, the, uh, Gary addressed this as if, if, if his son Lucas was, uh, this happened to him. He would get the note. He would laugh about it, but when he saw his kid, you know, Lucas, he would be like, look, man, you know, this isn't good, you know, and, and probably get, they probably said, look, you don't, we don't need to, you know, do this whole thing. We're the richest people in this neighborhood. People already hate us because, you know, we're more affluent. You know, they'd give him something like that, you know, like yeah, don't yeah. draw any more attention to your, to us and to the, but then, you know, maybe when the kid's a little bit older, you know, and they're sitting around drinking some scotch or something. With Baba Boo, well, I mean, like I'm saying, because Baba Boo was scotch, but they're sitting around drinking a scotch, and the dad would be like, "Remember that time?" And then they would just, and that would be like 30 minutes of just like stories of how much of a douche that guy, Mamet Walker, that lived near them was. You know, they would be laughing their asses off about him. Yeah, what a fucking the cowboy. You know, I mean, oh, that cowboy guy. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and and I, I and in the coming years. When he has to take his kids trick or treating in that neighborhood, uh, you know he'll he'll probably dress up like with his the 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 daughter, the son, or whatever, and it'll be just a big a douche, and you know it's just it, uh, yeah, it, it it'll be he is now that guy for that family that they're just gonna snicker about behind his back. He that's all he did. He he created more fun for a family. That's it. Right, and maybe some pain for his children. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing too. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. If that kid's that kid, if he's like on the bus or whatever, um, you know, and he, I guess maybe in about four years, maybe he's like a senior and he's driving around and like with his buddies and just pull up next to, you know, little Mehmet, like walking or, you know, playing out in the yard with, uh, with the dolls or something. And, and they're just gonna, yeah, there's, this is not. He, he, he should have just let that shit go or dealt with it in, in a manly way at the, you know, and confronted that little fuck right there, you know, hit the brakes, go out and tell him like, look, what, what the fuck's your problem? You want to give me the finger? Yeah, whatever. But he's not, I mean, that's fucking worm, whatever. Yeah. That's been that. The guy, the guy just for men is a shampoo with a special chemistry. <laughs> magic. Of just for men. Well, okay. So speaking I hope of that, there's a fake, I, I hope there's like uh, in the in the works right now is a mock commercial for just for men where they like just play off like and our you know world renowned Nobel Prize winning physicist uh, chemist who came up with this amazing chemical that activates the original hair color in your brain. <laughs> Yeah, I know that's brilliant marketing. They should yes. get Mehmet to, you know. Well, this isn't actually dare die. This is just it. It's this is magic. You Take know? It, yeah, yeah, exactly. You've seen David Copperfield, and you've seen others. You know, the Statue of Liberty has disappeared. But what about your hair? There's no better magic in the world than just for men. <laughs> wow, there you go. Uh, that's that's in the future career for Mehmet, some sponsorship. Maybe that's what he was looking for. Maybe he was, he's you know, looking for a little. Uh, and okay, and then also also another uh, to talk about another uh, backstory thing. Chris Wilding and Wolfie with uh, their fight uh, that they had 
uh, and their jet black, I guess, with no Wolfie Mamet with the jet black, or was it he wanted to get his hair tested? Is there's any dye? This whole hair dyeing thing, I guess. I don't know. It's yeah, just, the hair uh, dyeing thing, which, you know, that led into another Wolfie bit thing. And I got to say, I, 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 I'm getting tired of some of those Wolfie things, man. <laughs> yeah. It's it's getting to be. I mean, it's it's just more of the same. Sure. I mean, it. I do chuckle Gross here out. and there, but then it, it, it it's just kind of like, what? How is that affecting Wolfie going to all those things? I mean, he has to have. See, he's got to have some weirdoness. I think that Lieberman needs to do. Yes. A, 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 embedded with Wolfie and figure oh, out like what man. it's like when Wolfie goes to these things and. And how Wolfie finds out. And like Wolfie has said before, like some of these people, oh, no, they're really nice. Really yes. nice guy. Yeah, that, and, that one, the one guy, uh, the, 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 the person who ended October didn't. Oh, like, after oh that, God. Yes. I know. Right. I'm not going to talk about it. But then Wolfie then said, yeah, we, we hung out after he, he hung oh, out. Oh, he's such time. a nice guy. Yeah, he's yeah, such a yeah. nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wolfie. Uh, no wonder. I, I don't know. I uh, think there's some some deep dark skeletons yes. in that closet. Oof. Yeah. So Lieberman. Lieberman. I mean. So wait, Commodore, isn't this like my thing is doing the requests? But yeah. aren't you the one who's uh, reached out to Lieberman about things in the past? About the hard look. Yeah. Yes. So maybe this is something for you to do. Okay. All right. I don't know if any of uh, our requests have been played. At no, any point, but no, they might have been. We, I don't think, I don't know. Been. Yeah, I'm not. Is it Sternthology Live? I can't Thology. bring myself to listen to Rasan and Bowie. And I'll yeah. say the other thing is they, they only tape, you know, that Sternthology Live is like an hour long. I know. And most of it is them talking. And when they mm -hmm. actually do play the bit, it's like two minutes long. Yep. It's absolutely it, they, they always cut it off way too short. I mean, they, yep. they, that is something. You know that they need to shift. Absolutely. Well, the whole thing is yeah. is that that's the genesis of this show because I mean I, I no longer wanted to even you know listen to Rasan and and Gary's show. I mean it's like the worst show on on the Stern. I think what they need to do is create an AI Howard and an AI oh. Fred. And an AI Robin, maybe even bring back some like an AI Artie or an mm. AI Billy West or AI Jackie. AI, AI Jackie and have them host these Stern Topology. Exactly. And just plug in the whole week or the the show, like have the transcript, copy and paste it into the thing with his voice and the large language model, which would be based just on, you know, that content and then. Have you know a, a generic or those voices talk about that day's show and say like I want an hour show of this or that? Yeah, exactly. Could or and then imagine Sternthology live if that Ooh. was done that way, right? Where sure. they're playing these bits, these Sternthology things, and AI is commenting. Yeah, very briefly. Nothing yeah. about you know. I just don't uh, you know. Just setting weird. up the bits, you know. Yeah. Just, just set giving up, us context. Man. Yeah. Today, before we did the show, I was listening and they did a Howard exclusive where they brought they played something for the first time 
for Sternthology. And uh, it was when Fred, uh, there was a death or something in the family, and that Sal sat in his seat for um, two days. And it was. Oh, like I remember first, that. Yeah. Yeah. But they played very I, little of it. Most well, of it was the setup was those two talking about. I remember the them saying how uh, good they good a job they thought Sal did. Right. Well, that was they didn't even get to that. It was honestly it was probably three minutes, but there was like twelve minutes of setup and them talking and just yeah, just come on. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You need to get Paul Giamatti in there as pig vomit and tell them like you know Sternology is you go just. Right up to it said, and this is what the bit was. And here it is. Let's say on W H S N. Just don't, don't, don't uh, fuck around. And because uh, you're not, you're not, you're not Howard. Not even close. No, not even Howard. They're not, not personalities. Close. None of they're us. Not, yeah. That's why he's, you know, why, what he is. Please desist. So shifting topics, I thought it was really touching. Speaking of Green Day being the big musical, uh, uh, or really the big guests of the only guests, really. Craig, ha- Craig Gaskin, Craig Gaskin, with, Gass, with the AI really. George Carlin, but yeah, yeah, but not. Re- I mean, kind of a guest, but um, Howard's tribute to Ozzy, I yeah. thought that was really great. I thought, yeah. I mean, it was honest and it was real and it was. Um, you know, not just talking about Ozzy's band, but talking about Ozzy as a personality and yes. the Osbournes and and uh yeah, I thought that that was a great tribute. I mean, it was like almost like, wait, was is Ozzy dead? <laughs> yeah, that a lot of people thought that. They're like, oh, they almost crashed thinking that that occurred. But yeah, yeah well, I mean, and then the Ozzy game was funny. Yeah, that was. <laughs> Yes, Robin doesn't think that that was kettle that bounced up, <laughs> and that was a good that was a good funny phone call where where they called the woman in the, in the convalescence home uh, where they're like where Sal sets it up that she's gonna get a roommate. She's like, oh, I don't I don't know I don't want a roommate nobody in here, and then he starts talking, and she's she's like, if you come in my room, I'm going to call the police. <laughs> Yeah. And then she uh, enjoyed it. She, you know. Well. All right. Uh what else? Uh, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, honestly it's it's faded. Uh, the stuff that's stuck in my there what was the thing with JD? Well, that was uh, the other thing I was going to say. JD's mic was open for a lot of the first week and about when he had him in to analyze the Golden Globes and then the the Emmys. Oh, right. The, it, JD's hottie list. Yes. Right. But his his mic was open during that. I mean, even Howard asked him to explain something and uh, man, a day and it's stammering J.D., man. It's I'll just, tell you, I'm, I'm not a fan of the fake Stephen A. Smith either. Oh, I was just going to say that. That was he, come him on. coming in. And why not just Bernie Mac come in there? Kick it. Oh, yeah. That you know, Bernie Mac it. is great. man. Yes. Kick, I think it's the same guy. Okay. Sometimes he's like. Drifting into Bernie Mac, like when he's when he's doing his uh, whatever that Cox woman's name is, Laverne Cox. Look, yeah, look, Laverne, yeah, that's yes. Yeah. And he's giving him shit because yeah. JD doesn't know if he's gonna fuck this transsexual. Whatever, but I mean, so because well, I mean, you know, uh, JD did 
say that he was up for it, though. I mean, so, did he ultimately? I yeah. thought he said he he was kind of on the fence. Well, he, he said, said he would he get a blowjob from. Yeah, he would get a uh, blowjob from a transsexual. I mean, from somebody who from Laverne has, Cox. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. J but JD the one that he really he thought that Dua Lipa was the hottest from the uh, Golden Globes. That no, his... that's not right. It what was he thought she was one of the hottest. Oh, I thought and he thinks one. she is the hot one of the hottest out there in general. But his number one was some lady that I had never heard of who apparently dated Leonardo DiCaprio. Hmm. And I'll tell you, Sue, I was listening on my phone. And I immediately Googled this person, Camilla something, uh, Camilla da Costa or something. I don't know. I'm that last name's probably she's in the bear. Is no, 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 no. They were saying because they knew he had the hots for, um, the bear's sister. Yeah. Uh, but she wasn't on that list either. Um, but uh, his top five number one was this Camilla lady who was from that Daisy. What is that? Daisy Jones with Riley Keough. And oh, yeah, yeah. Howard's yeah. obsession with Riley Keough. Right. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was funny. Howard's oh, talking about also, how. We, we, missed, we missed also uh, the whole first week where he finally understood the value of entertainment when people are in, you know, on death's door because he, like people say to him, Howard, you got me through all that rough time. Well, he, his the person or the, the, the show that got him through that was SWAT. And uh, he was talking about what I liked was the description. That's when JD had the mic open and he was reading off uh, the description of Mr. Skin about that woman. That's the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. And they, they actually asked Mr. Skin. That was that whole thing yeah. of like what her wire ranking wasn't high enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then they had that whole thing about uh, Mr. Skin sitting there with his wife being like, this is going to be four star. <laughs> this is going to be skintastic. When, when, a, when an actress comes on, Howard should use the Mr. Skin uh, bio as their introduction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wow. That, that's that something Howard would do about that, 10, know, 15 years ago. But, but that is club Shay Shay shit, man. Something like about, you know. And he may, I bet, I bet he'd feel fine doing that with like one, someone he's really friendly with. Yeah, he's like Jennifer like, Aniston. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe, maybe Drew Barrymore, somebody who actually listens to the show, like Courtney Cox. Okay. Yeah. Somebody who's oh. like a fan of the show. Okay. Jillian Barbary, someone like that. Or, yeah. or, um, the Dixie chick person. Yes. Natalie Maines. Yeah. Natalie Maines. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody yeah. like that. He'd probably feel fine. Okay. And, and, um, you know, he, he, uh, I feel like he's done that similar to that. He's brought up Mr. Skin to some dudes. Yeah, like, I don't you know, know. Dude actors. But with women, I don't know that he would. No, but I, I'm just saying not even bring it up, but just be like, uh, on today we have our guest, or at least have like some promo with the Mr. Skin <laughs> description. Have Mr. Skin do some promo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or JD read it. Because that was, he was just like, he couldn't, he just he couldn't even get it out. Yeah. I, oh, you know what I'll say during, I was listening to a lot of Stern and history is Stern. Um, 
during the downtime. And there were some great, man. There was like, they played like 40 minutes of JD and it was just. Oh God. Awesome. Actually, I caught some of that too. Yeah. <laughs> there was some good Over ones. the break. Yeah. Yeah. Over yeah, the big over break. break. Yeah. And Sal, they did uh. some Scott Schmarin stuff with Ronnie <laughs> and, uh, and Sal, uh, yeah, there, those were there were some great Sal moments too. Yeah, uh, I don't think we heard Sal at all in the last couple of weeks. Um, Richard, a little, I think. I don't know my my general. Uh, Mehmet kind of put himself forward. Chris Wilding first week, and then John Blit this last week, and Mehmet, Mehmet's the, this. You know, I guess they limit the amount of back. You know, no Jason, right? Well, Jason's, you know, he he comes on to settle stuff, you know, he doesn't uh, and, really. And then John Hine. Well, then JD was the arbiter of the uh, John Hine bet, you know, about uh, oh, right. the, the, the permanent host of uh, Jeopardy. Mayim Biale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Biale. That's, yeah, it's, that's the name of a type of... Uh, uh, not a bagel, bagel. but a bialy. Yeah, what... <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that. That there whole really, there was a lot of the the first week they like. I mean, Joe Coy, you know, and he was calling him Jokey, you know. Um... <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, who well, would name then, themselves Jokey? <laughs> yeah, and then but the best was. I mean, I don't usually like when he does his uh, agent voice, but he did something really good. Like what Jokey's he's like, look, your name is Jokey. You don't <laughs> you don't want to get involved with something you have 10 days to prep for where you're not funny. Or, or he, I don't know that it was I usually hate that 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 agent voice. But oh, really? Yeah. I, I like it when Khaleesi was in the picture. Oh, Either I did Khaleesi, like that. I did Khaleesi or the picture. Stranger Things girl, whatever yes, her name yes. was. No, yeah. Yeah. No, the, OK. All are, right. Yes. I mean, that's great. Yes. Yeah, which is totally a Johnny Frado imitation in a certain yeah. way, and that was cool when they were talking about George Carlin AI. They were like, "What if we could get Eric the Actor AI?" Oh, <laughs> wow, that would be a powerful AI. Yes, it would be, especially you know all the werewolves that that we were able to see. That's right, all the werewolves of New Mexico. It's, yes. it's, you got to watch out. And they'll be watch out, dude. That's you know, his, you get Eric the actor AI. You know who's going to use that is Pepsi. Yeah. They will use it for commercials. <laughs> the the oh, a, Eric the actor Amazon wish list with yes. cases of Pepsi. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> but. Um... Yeah, I, I think it was good listening. I like I said, I I tuned out of the Green Day real quick after that one. I just don't like that whole like stroking fucking Billy uh, Joe's ego about his guitar playing. I just I don't. I think he's he's come up with some good you know licks or whatever. I'm not saying that he hasn't done that, but I don't his actual guitar playing. I, I'm just not. Yeah. Well, but the way Howard said it was like, you know, people don't actually realize you can kind of you can shred. Oh, you know, what, I think that what he's really that. saying is uh, you don't shred on your records and your guitar uh, playing on your records. You don't, you're not doing that, but you can do it. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, like that would be like me saying, you know, you know, Commodore, when when 
people hear you on the podcast, they don't realize how funny you are. <laughs> hey, thanks. You're really funny. You're funny. <laughs> off the air. <laughs> well, off the off the off the basement basement uh, radio show. Yeah. yeah, there you go. So yeah. what what do we uh, have coming up? Have you I, I know you always hear, hear these things. No, no promos. I didn't hear any. Okay, well then I will ask you this question. Yeah. When does Howard take his next hiatus? Um, for President's Day weekend. When is that? Maybe the third week of February. Is that like Easter or whatever? No, That's I don't. No, Easter's, Easter's March. Is, it's actually my birthday. Okay, well, I, people will soon re realize who you are. Oh, oh geez, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're investigating. They're, they're, oh, you don't know who's listening. Oh, I mean, how many levels are we going to go down that rabbit hole? Ooh. I mean, like Chris Wilding's going to listen to this right now, yeah. and he's going to he's going to figure it out. Oh, Commodore. Okay, Commodore. Easter birthday. birthday. Yeah. Easter. Okay, who is yeah. he? Commodore. Commodore. Sang was Richie used yeah. to be on the East Coast and not, not anymore. Coast. And uh, East Coast of America. Yeah. I think Wilder could figure it out, man. Next thing you know, I'm putting it past him, man. But uh, interesting uh, Tan Mom update. Lots of Twitter traffic because she's written a book and uh, she's uh, doing lots of live streams. <laughs> <laughs> she's written a book. It's kind of like when yeah. Mark the Bagger. Mark the Bagger oh, yeah. I I totally love the whole. Mark the Bagger sounds just like Donald Trump's lawyer, by the way. Yes. He, does. So <laughs> he sounds just like Donald Trump. I was Trump. hanging in. I'm like, <laughs> is it going to be? And then you heard him I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> just like Ham Hands Bill is Zelensky, man. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that, but, So, okay. Mark the Bagger had his book, which... I remember they, they were asking Mark, oh, how many pages is it? Uh, I think about 20. Yeah. I'm not going to do the Mark Bagger voice. And, and then his yes. agent comes on or whatever. Yes. And he's like, nice. nice. He's like, I nice. Right. <laughs> they nice. should do a, a phony phone call to Mark the Bagger with uh, Donald Trump's attorney yes. uh, hooking up with uh, what? what's Nikki her name? Nikki Nikki Glaser. Glaser. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, yeah, but he was like, like clearly Mark the Bagger had no clue of what was in this book. The book was written by his agent, whatever. So what do you think the tan mom book is Commodore? Well, I love it. And on Twitter, the, the announcement of the book has an email there and the email uh, server or um, what do you call that? Uh, like Gmail or, I mean, the, it's a server, right? The, at the th server dot com or what? I have no what, idea I mean, what you're talking about. I'm okay. talking about like the end of an email address, like oh yeah, you sure the, the domain name. Domain, yes. thank you. Sorry, yeah. there we go. So the domain game is like Joe at celebrityboxing dot com. That's that's <laughs> that's who you, that's who you contact about celebrity boxing. Now getting in the publishing. 
Well, who else is going to be your manager, man? I don't know. I mean, probably that's like probably a low paying gig for the celebrity boxing guy. Like she had to kind of, you know, really convince them that they either that or the celebrity boxing um, (laughs) world is is just really slow right now. Post COVID. I guess so. I guess the bagel. uh, Who was the bagel Bagel boss? boss. Yeah, that was like the last. Who was he going to fight? Letty? Or, or well, didn't he want to fight Shuli? Yes, that's yeah. Right. He wanted to fight yeah. Shuli, and Shuli was yeah. like, "I don't want to fight this guy. It was yeah. Stupid that's celebrity I, boxing." And if guy. I remember Shuli saying it, uh, I think this was on some of the Sternthology that when Howard was off. But uh, Shuli just like Howard's like, "Why won't you do this, Shuli?" And Shuli's just like, "Howard, I'm a stand-up. I mean, I know. these guys." It's the same amount of money. I could just go out and do stand-up. This. Why do I need to do this? So that just shows you how, you know, low profile that is. Well, I I just love, I mean, this is a digression when Shuli was doing stand up on Long Island and, and uh, stuttering John sent his muscle was this guy who, who who walked with a, with a cane that came like told him to back off. Wow. Okay. Now we're getting into the uncle. Ricky Uncle or Rico and the dabble verse. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't, again, I'm don't a, really know what the names mean. Well, when you said Julian, like him fighting, but you know, uh, you know, Commodore, uh, this reminds me of a great moment from Ron and Fez this past week. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, Opie and Anthony, too. <laughs> Wait, didn't we have this discussion? I Ron or Fez? Fez is dead, actually. There's yeah, no more Ron or Fez. Yeah. I think it's Fez. Fez is dead. Yeah. And it's uh, something happened, so we can't invoke Ron and Fez. But you know what? I hear Ron and Ron is coming back with AI Fez. That's right. Ron and AI Fez taking on the Stern universe. Well, there. I mean, Sirius does have an AI DJ with uh, the guy from uh, the Black. I mean, is it the Black Eyed Peas? The no. Am I right? Of course, Sirius does. Well, I, mean, I am just, or whatever. They got to figure out how to make some money. I don't know what. So actually, speaking well, of which, I think guys from Disney, <laughs> I think I've got a couple more weeks where I still have not paid for Sirius in like four or five months. I think I got a couple more weeks. They're going to try and charge me in February. I got to make sure that I um, erase my credit card from them billing me. <laughs> And um, any of you that are uh, subscribers out there that might have some suggestions as to how I can game the system, I think I will be able to get some sort of free service out of it um, through something. I don't know. There's plenty of those. You can email us at yes. HS News. HS News, yeah. HS News and comment at gmail.com. Yes. And uh, would love to hear that. And we'll share those ideas with our other dedicated listeners. Please do. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm, I'm, I've got a good streak going. Absolutely. Of, uh, you know, and then I'll uh, figure out another way, uh, though. I might have to bite the bullet one of these times. Uh, but I don't know. Depends on. Uh, when I'll be able to actually listen, you know. Yeah. Well, and a Baba Booey to you. <laughs> <laughs>